You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Coming up 16 past 6, Jamie Mackay and just a tick. We're going to see um, a bit of a breakthrough, hopefully, on the inflation front at the moment. Food price inflation has slowed to the lowest level in over a year. Cheaper tomatoes, cucumbers, lettuce helped lower the price of fruit and veg by 3.9%, but it's still high. Food prices were up 8% year on year. Liam Dan is the Herald's business editor at large and with us now. Hey, Liam. G'day, Heather. Good news. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it, it's kind of expected. It's doing what it's supposed to do, finally. It's just taken so long. But, um, yeah, as well as the veggies coming back a bit, you've got, um, you know, the, the dairy prices off. Bad news for exporters, but that has to flow through to the supermarket eventually. Eggs went crazy for a while because of the new regulations. They're starting to come back down. So, um, you know, some positive stuff. We, um, we get uh, the, the full inflation figures on Monday, um, and... It's not probably going to be quite as good because um, you've got oil and petrol went back up in that quarter, so mm-hmm. um, that'll weigh against it. Um, the Economist, well, different different views. Westpac says it'll be down a bit. Um, ANZ says it'll be up a bit. Um, but either way, I guess uh, it sort of um, looks like the big forces are starting to work, which will sort of be good news for whoever we end up with. Yeah, well, this is how it was supposed to play out, wasn't it? It's sort of like absolute maximum pain in the lead up to the election and then suddenly a glimmer of hope thereafter. Yeah, I mean, it does kind of make you think, you know, I, I don't know how much control we can we can ascribe to governments, but, um, you know, when you, when you think about uh, how it's landed for Labour, probably not well, you know, in terms of, uh, ha, you know, and, and I'm sure they would say they, they were never managing it for the election, but if you were going to manage it for the election, you wouldn't have quite managed it like, like this. No, you um, wouldn't have. Because, because, you know, it's darkest before the dawn, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you know, as you say, still 8%. So even though it's probably statistically flat, the food prices in September, uh, 4% fall, but then they adjust it seasonally or something, so it was a 1% rise. So it's, it's statistically flat, it's coming off, but it's cumulative, cumulative, cumulative. Cumulative, yeah. <laughs> yep, and um, so so that it still feels pretty bad for most people, and you've still got those worries about uh, recession and, and job stability coming at you, and of course we've still got those uh, interest, interest rates to worry about for a, mm, another year, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, Liam, how much? I mean, obviously, everything that's data out there, all the data, get funneled through to the Reserve Bank, and they make a decision based on on that. But some of the data will have greater importance when they're making their decision in terms of um, is it Monday's inflation number? Yeah, that's quite. How it, much is that going away on it? It is quite a big one. I mean, because they're now pointing at um, we're now looking at November, and when you look at the, you know, ANZ economists, for example, suggesting that 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 that, that the inflation could look uh, a, a little actually go up a little bit because yeah. of petrol. Well, that they're some of the strongest advocates, not advocates, but their, their forecasts have been fairly adamant that we're going to need another hike in November. Mm. So, you know, if you saw inflation tick up again on Monday, it would add weight to uh, the pressure on the Reserve Bank to go again in November and sort of make sure it's really knocked on the head. Um, uh, but And, and, and all, the other thing, you know, unless <laughs> I sound too cheery, uh, all the economists are saying the last little bit of inflation, so getting it back down to, um, you know, 4% or so, should just happen as a matter of course. We can see it coming out, but that last little bit is quite likely to be quite difficult because it is where it gets embedded in the in the wage price spiral. Yes, and, and, absolutely. Um, so that's going to take some work. Heather, I went to the supermarket this morning. It was seven dollars a kilo for the courgettes and twelve dollars for a mango. 
Is well, that, that in that, season? Well, the courgettes is not bad. I mean, I, I buy courgettes. They're, 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 they don't weigh much. Uh, is that seventeen dollars? Seven dollars a kilo. Seventeen. Seventeen for the yeah. kilo. Oh, that that's don't buy them. Go to pack, <laughs> go to pack and save Mount Albert. God. Oh, okay. And the mangoes? How do you feel <laughs> no, about I was, the twelve dollar mango I thought seven price, ninety. Liam? Well, just don't buy a mango. Yet, why do you need a mango? What kind of bougie <laughs> life are you living? Eating a mango <laughs> at in that price? I, I buy I buy a mango for a couple yeah, of bucks. Have an apple. Yeah. It's, you know what? Great advice, Liam. We're going to have we're going to have a new session. <laughs> fruit and it's veggies. Be called yep. Liam's take on what fruit and veggies you actually need right yep. now. Thank you for that, Liam Dan, Cheers. fruit and veggies business editor at large. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live on air or online, and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.